This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sears Imported Autos, serving four generations of happy returning customers. Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at SearsImports.com. You know what drives me crazy? Two-hour themed Zoom meetings with our boss. A phone call from B. Arthur? No, buying something pre-owned and having it break in like two days. That's the worst. It is, but you know what? If you're buying a pre-owned car, get it from Sears Imported Autos. And you won't have that problem, believe me. Really? Oh, absolutely. They have an amazing selection of certified pre-owned cars that are vetted. Not just checked, they are vetted. Wow, that sounds very dramatic and serious. Well, it is. Sears takes it very seriously, and they back it up with extensive warranty coverage, which equals peace of mind. You know you're buying a quality car, and you know you won't have to worry about something happening, and I love that. But I don't want to leave the house. Oh, I hear you. And a lot of people don't want to leave the house. That's why you can browse and even complete the whole car purchasing process online. Like, from your couch. You can do it all at SearsImports.com. Again, SearsImports.com. And you can also configure your dream car, and then they'll find it, and even if you want, bring it to your door. How about financing? Because I assume I have to pay for the car? Um, yes, Lex, you do. <laughs> Sears has so many financing options. And their staff makes that part of it so easy and painless. I was, I'm not kidding, I was amazed when I bought my car there uh, recently, uh, back in November. The financing portion, which I usually dread, took, and I timed this, six minutes. No joke. I laughed. I was like, what? It's one of the things I remember most from that glorious day. And it's one of the many reasons why. Sears Imported Autos won best of the best for Mercedes in 2018 and 2019. And they've been serving four generations of returning happy customers for over 55 years. That is remarkable. Sears Imported Autos, 10 minutes from downtown Minneapolis on 394. For more information or to see their huge inventory, just go to SearsImports.com. It just starts in black and white. And now we're in glorious color. All two of us. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Doing traffic. <laughs> we're doing right. the dirt alerts. We're uh, I'm watching running the, the floor board. right now. Yeah. yeah, you're watching the boards. I am. Welcome to the 8 o'clock and final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning, right here on My Talk. 
Everything entertainment, everything Squid Game. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. Have a couple days off. It is Monday, November 8th, 2021. 8.05 is the time. Happy 75th birthday to Sally Field today. Wow. Happy birthday, Malin. Happy birthday, Norma Ray. Oh. Happy birthday, Mrs. Doubtfire's ex-husband or ex-wife. <laughs> ex-wife. I'm sorry. Uh, it's a drive-by fruiting. So oh. uh, happy birthday, Norma Ray. Oh, I love you. Wow. Happy I wonder how birthday, she celebrates, Malin. huh? I, I I don't know. Hmm. Maybe maybe slapping Weezer Boudreaux. Maybe yeah. that's how she celebrates. <laughs> maybe. I love Sally so much. Oh. Uh, anyway. Who doesn't love Sally? There was a list of of stars who don't have haters, and mm-hmm. she's on that list. Oh, Same with Keanu be. Reeves; he's on that list, and um, yeah. Tom Hanks. How can you hate? How can you? How could? How how could you not like Sally Field? Oh yeah, it's if like, you don't, you know, let us know and why. Uh, no, we're not going to take your call. Oh okay, no, well we no, don't just tweet us. Just still. tweet us. <laughs> I'm just curious because well, everybody loves like her. her, just like Betty White. Yeah, how could Julie you, Andrews? It's, it's, Everyone loves. Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. Yeah. We've named half the cast of Steel Magnolia. Yeah. I mean, I love. Oh, I Who else is on this? Oh, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Well, I mean, Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers. I mean, he wasn't my favorite. I, I didn't. I liked Underdog better than Mr. Rogers, but I think he thought he was great. Yeah. He was a good humanitarian. I watched that documentary about him. Yeah. Tom Holland's also on this list. Do you think he has any haters? I don't think so. I don't think so. I love Tom Holland. He's my, he's my favorite Spider-Man. Same. Yeah. Um, I will get into this tomorrow because, you know, my talkers, you are stuck with just the two of us uh, for another day tomorrow. Um, And uh, so tomorrow. We're doing okay, though. We're doing great. (laughs) Hasn't blown up or anything. I mean, look, we still have another hour, but. We still have another hour and things could go haywire, but Mm -hmm. I don't think they will. But. I, I I'll just dip my toe in this, and yeah. then I'll go deeper tomorrow because we got to talk some TV right here. Um, Katie Couric's book. I am now a bigger fan than when I went in. And you're a huge fan, Jace. I thought I'm, this would happen um, because she's being honest. She's going there, just like she says in the title. And all of the advanced criticism. This is one. Of the clearest examples to me of cherry picking sentences out of a book pre-release and utilizing quotes out of context for clicks and hate. Um, Because every one of the like, oh, my goodness, if you like the post hates her and the Daily Mail hates her. And they if you Google her name and those two publications, oh, my goodness. And every example, when you actually, oh, I don't know, this is a novel concept. If you actually read the book, mm-hmm. instead of cherry picking, oh, she's mean to Ashley Banfield. She sidelined her career. No, she didn't. Read the damn book. And you'll, you'll in, 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 its in, in its totality, and you'll see, I, so much Solex, and I, I was married to her. <laughs> Uh, she was my radio wife. Yes. Um, I've, I've and she loved knows her, it, too. And she knows it. I, I've loved her since uh, she came on the Today Show. I didn't think it was possible. I love Katie more. Wow, that's And great. I feel, Lex, I feel for her more. I feel for her more, and I hope that I, I want to really try to book her for our show, because 
I want to apologize to her, and I mean this. I really mean this. I have such regret having just finished the chapters where she talked about her years, uh, her five years anchoring the CBS Evening News, and hearing what hell she went through. I feel so bad that I drove her nuts during those years, bugging her on, you know, DMing her and just driving her crazy just because I was so excited. Yeah, I was so excited about the fact that she was even acknowledging me that I drove her a little nuts. And um, and I regret that. You don't that. know that, though, do you? I do. Maybe I, I think, love. Yeah. Did she say, ho- st- please stop? <laughs> no, but I mean, you know. Yeah. Okay. And to now know what she was going through those years, how poorly she was treated, especially with the mervy, pervy douchebag that was running 60 Minutes, Jeff Fager. Oh, Lex- really? Can you give oh, us a wait. little taste? Was he... Yeah, let me give you one yeah. example. I'll give you one example, and then we'll put a bookmark, no pun intended, and I'll <laughs> uh, and we'll talk more uh, tomorrow. Yeah, because I'll start it. And, and there's probably oh, so Lex. many more stories. So, oh, let you uh, you will feel. I would lay any amount of money that you will come out of this book feeling exactly like I feel. I am even more protective of her now, and I'm even a bigger fan. Because you know who Katie Kirk is the hardest on in this book? Katie Kirk. Herself, yep. She puts her flaws out there. She admits that she's not perfect, that the America's sweetheart thing isn't true. She's a complicated, rounded human being. It's hard to live up to that. It's hard to live up. Anyway, here's one example. Jeff Fager didn't want didn't want her at CBS to begin with. They under everybody thought she was too lightweight. And I'm thinking and then when you read the book you realize that's that's a gross mischaracterization of Katie's journalistic chops. Yeah. But part of her contract at CBS was she was um permitted, not permitted, but she was also going to be a correspondent for 60 minutes. Yeah. And right away she said this D-bag Jeff Fager it was very clear he thought nothing of her. And was not warm, not kind from the get-go. Because 60 back then was really an all-boys club. And they were bitter that she was getting such a large salary. Which she also talks about how CBS from the get-go set her up for failure. Mm. Um, The publicity, they really set her up to be hated within CBS. Yeah, so walking through the doors... They already didn't they already like her. Ate her. Yeah. Oh. So she had cultivated, she had cultivated an interview with Lady Gaga, and she called Lady Gaga's phenomenon before anybody at CBS News had. This was back in '08 or '09. They and she went to '60 and she said, "This Lady Gaga is going to be the next Madonna," and I. I've made inroads and I want to do a profile of her. And I think we would be ahead of the game if we did this. And they turned her down. And then Lady Gaga then went on with Diane Sawyer. She appeared in a couple other things. She was on the cover of Time Magazine. And then 60 said, okay, now we're interested. Katie Kirk walked, walked into the 60 offices, looked at the assignment board, Alexis, and it said, Lady Gaga... And she looked to the right, and under the correspondent, they gave it to Anderson Cooper. Oh, my gosh. 
And they did the same thing to her with the Hillary Clinton profile. She had worked her sources. She uh, she knew she knew Hillary worked it, secured an interview, and they ended up giving it to Scott Pelley behind oh my her back. Gosh, the, and that's See, just and could two she examples. Say anything at that point? No, or, oh. no, nope, nope. She had to roll. She basically had to roll over. And those are two small mm-hmm. examples. The way those CBS years now, and I look back, I I, I was YouTubing mm-hmm. her some, some clips of her on the evening news. It was five miserable years for her. Mm. Five miserable years. She talks about a, a dinner. She came home and she just started crying to her girls about just the punches she was taking. And she's like, I can't do anything right. Like, no matter what I do. And it just, it, it just, mm. it, it's a great, I would, and then I would also encourage you to do the audio book because it's Katie telling you and it's on a bridge. So you're not missing anything. And Yeah. It's wow. she's kept me company these drives back and forth from PD and D. I was going to say that was probably a good thing. I remember yeah. reading. Oh gosh, well I was listening to the Serial podcast. Remember oh, how enthralled yeah. we were with that? I I suddenly found myself. I was driving to Taylor Falls, yeah. just like driving around, like like I couldn't take my phone and or listen at home. But there's something about listening to it in your car that's just so oh. nice. Oh, I I feel like she, I've been hanging out with her. Yes. That is that kind of thing with that audio book. I feel like I've been hanging out with Katie for She's a like week. She's like telling you personal stories. I do. And, I mean, it's oh. just, and I'm not, I'm not even done. I have a couple more hours left. Okay. Um, but I'm now, she's married now to, to John Molnar, her current husband. That's where I am in, the, in her life. The, the talk show has just been canceled. She has some surprising revelations about that, too. Oh. Um, yeah. Uh, so that has just happened. Well, and also um, how she got out of CBS. How did that whole thing end? I bet that was messy. Oh, messy and just gross. Aww. And but you know, but you know the um, the kind of the universe uh, works. How the universe works. All the men, not all the men, but the men. A couple of the men that treated her poorly uh, got their comeuppance. Jeff Fager was. Uh, uh, yeah, he's forced a, out because yep. he, you know, was a Murphy pervy. Uh, Les Moonves, who didn't have her back when she needed him, um, Murphy pervy. Another Murphy. Uh, so a lot of men that uh, treated her poorly, hmm, they got theirs. They got theirs. Yep. She talks about the Ann Curry debacle. I'll get oh, into that tomorrow. Wow. Okay. She has some thoughts about that. Um, Matt Lauer. Some surprising revelations about... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find... Find it on UAPpodcast.com. Matt, hmm. um, like their relationship, even through the heyday, I was a little surprised how she characterized their relationship, even in the glory days of the Today Show. It was interesting. Ah, very, probably not, not as lovey-dovey as we think. Not Just as very close. professional. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So Can anyway. Imagine that. You almost have to. Yep. <laughs> in those situations. It's called Going There. Uh, I would encourage you uh, to read it, especially if you've been inundated with the headlines about her. Read it for yourself and, um, 
you know, you'll look at those headlines very differently. We're going to take a break. Is Elizabeth here today, Alexis? Yes, she yes. is. She's going to have the dirt alert when we return. Hey, Lex, are you smile ready? Um, I think. Dawn, are you smile ready? Just give me three minutes and then yes. <laughs> well, good. Because it's time to be smile ready for all those fall events like weddings, reunions. Halloween? I mean, you wear a mask, but sure. Dr. Amy at Hughes Dental can help you be smile ready with a great offer happening right now. Now, through the end of the year, Dr. Amy is offering $1,000 savings when you commit to a minimum of four porcelain veneers. So many of Dr. Amy's patients take advantage of this offer. You're going to love the way you look with your new smile, and you get to save money while doing it. And it's so easy to get started. Just go to Hughes-Dental.com and click on the free video consult request. And when you talk with our friends at Hughes Dental, don't forget to say you heard of about them on my talk. As I always say, Dr. Amy is the best at what she does. She's the Yoda of cosmetic dentistry. Yes, I was reading some reviews and they are spectacular, like this one. I started with a video consult, which was very informative. Next, I went in for a consult with Dr. Amy and Jackie. They were able to temporarily put a composite over my teeth to show me what they would look like if I got veneers. That process was also very informative and fun to see the results. Should I read the next one like Yoda? Um... Maybe in our next commercial, Lex. Okay. To get started, go to Hughes-Dental.com to learn more about Dr. Amy and her staff. And then when you're ready, click on the free video consult request. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Let's get caught up with the entertainment news of the day in the Dirt Alert with Elizabeth Reese. Hello, Elizabeth. Well, good morning, my friends. Happy Monday. Nice to be with you. Good morning. Of course, a lot of people still talking about this Travis Scott concert at Astroworld in Houston that led to the deaths of eight people and more than a dozen people injured in, in the hospital and then more than that injured it is so shocking have you guys been doing any like deep dives and looking into this no i you know what it's one of those things elizabeth where um i i want to kind of wait and i think alexis with me until the investigation yes. happens because it's like you know when you have and especially they're youngins oh my Ugh. a lot of these that died they're they're 17 they're teen, to 25 uh, the oh youngest was goodness. 14 oh, 14 oh i'm sorry 14 yep. yes 14 a 16 year old two 21 year olds two 23 year olds a 27-year-old and one person of unknown age died. 25 people mm. taken to the hospital. 13 remain <sighs> hospitalized at last check. Um, and what's so... Well, the investigation is ongoing, and I'm glad that you yeah. bring that up because there's a lot going on into figuring out what happened, how it got to this point, and then how the concert wasn't stopped. Yep. Um, oh. Despite the fact that there's video of a young woman who was like in the crush of the crowd going up to a camera operator and screaming at them and saying someone's dead in there. Someone is dead in there. I it's, just saw that video. It's oh. really heart-wrenching. And basically what happened is that as the concert started, as they did a countdown clock for Travis Scott to take the stage, the the countdown started at 30 minutes. And the crowd started just like almost like a wave pushing forward. And so at the front, there were barricades like below the stage. And so people at the front were being pushed forward and crushed yep. and then falling to the ground, passing out, unable to breathe and then being trampled. It is so oh. horrifying and shocking. It happened after 9 p.m. and the crowd was just compressing forward. It caused panic. And then that's what started causing the injuries is what the Houston fire chief said early Saturday. 
what right away i mean again there's so many questions first i'm so glad you referred to that video uh before the show even started if that happened why wasn't there an immediate shutdown and a and a re kind of a a, a meeting a quick like recalibration of right. we oh this this <sighs> could be something and then why wasn't the show stopped when an ambulance was driving into the audience. Into the audience. That's what's so shocking about it. Travis Scott making a statement saying that he's absolutely devastated by what happened and that he's going to help everyone who was harmed by this. The big question, too, though, initially there were reports that people there were saying, well, we didn't have enough resources to, to help. But mm. that's being disputed today because I was hearing reports this morning on CBS that This event had more security than the World Series. There were 528 Houston police officers and an additional 755 private security officers from Live Nation inside the park for the festival. Um, And it's just really shocking. I, I think, you know, it is an example of like a huge crowd, darkness, not being able, like a, a chaotic scene and sort of... You know, what can happen when an event thrives off of like a big energy and a lot of like chaos and excitement that there's a fine line between that and people getting hurt. And I'm sure people weren't sober. That is right. But there's so there's so many stopgaps that seem to fail. You have the woman climbing up to the cameraman who's on headsets. Right. The headsets are connected to the control room. You know what I mean? It's I know. Like, what, where, and you've got cameras everywhere. Like, you could everywhere. take those cameras and zoom in on the middle and see, try to figure out what's going on. There are so mm. many lawsuits now, you guys. Live Nation is being sued. Travis Ugh. Scott is being sued. I think Drake is being sued. It's, it's, he, Drake hasn't made any statement yet as far as what I've seen. Um, it is uh, a real, real tragedy. It's just yeah. a real oh. tragedy. Oh. So that's what's happening there. We'll keep you posted on that throughout the day um, as more information comes out about this investigation. Um, This is kind of interesting. There's a royal expert talking about uh, Princess Diana. And of course, that Kristen Stewart playing Princess Diana in that movie is going to be coming out at some point here. And uh, this royal expert says, I think even after the separation in 1992, Diana, she doesn't think Diana ever really wanted to truly give up on the marriage. She said it was the queen in the end who said, you're separated. You need to get divorced. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. And that Diana was still like holding on. Um, There's a six part docu CNN docuseries that this royal expert was involved in, too, that um, that is kind of an interesting look at her life. But I also just think it's so fascinating. It's airing on CNN Sundays at nine. Um, But it's interesting that so many years later, people are still obsessing over the details oh, yeah. of her life and this relationship. I think it's because the family continues on and I look at her sons I know. and what they're doing. I know. Uh, Jessica Simpson saying that uh, she was so moved after sharing about, sh- really going public about her sobriety. Um, she shared a photo of herself from four years ago to celebrate the anniversary of her sobriety and she said she was moved to tears according to a friend by the response she received from fans Mm -hmm. that it was so real for her she spent half the day crying and it's a photo of her i mean she looks unrecognizable she looks recognizable you would never see her and think that's jessica simpson when you look at the photo yeah no makeup no filter nothing and just very puffy frankly yeah 
I kept seeing it on my social feeds. I was telling Alexis, and I didn't. You know how that yeah. happens. You see the same photo. You're like, what the? What, what, what's this? Mm-hmm. And it was only until maybe the third or fourth time that I then read the caption, and I went, what? That's Jessica Simpson? Yeah. Just yeah. Yeah, I know. I love that she's so open about this. And if you I've I've like sung the praises of her book so many times, but I really think it is a worthwhile. You should listen to it. Listen to it on Audible if you can, if you can get the audio version because she narrates it. And I think particularly like you, Alexis, like we're in that same age range and saw those young women like Brittany and Christina Aguilera and Jessica Simpson when they were so young and and just really pushed into being something their record labels wanted them to be. Her perspective yeah. is fascinating. Well, and we were very, um, yeah, moved by them too. Mm-hmm. Speaking of audiobooks, if you haven't, I was just telling Alexis Elizabeth, yeah. you have to read Katie Couric's book. Oh, gosh. I got to do yes. that now. I got to download that. Elizabeth. She narrates it, of course, right? Yeah, she does. Get on that, Elizabeth. Yeah, I'm you on it. You will love it. I'm on it. <laughs> and you will love Elizabeth Reese today at three on Twin Cities Live TV talk, including Great British Bake Off when we return. Jason and Don, did either of you know that St. Mary's University has a Bachelor in Science degree in Applied Psychology now? You mean St. Mary's University right here in the Twin Cities? Yes, I did hear that. And it's fully online, too. So it's a great option for busy working adults. There's such a demand for careers in counseling, social services, school psychology, and human resources that a degree in applied psychology can provide the foundational knowledge needed. The best part is that this is a degree completion program meaning you can transfer past credits. Also, you can earn college credit using work and life experience. And you can complete this program in as few as two years. So cool. I've heard great things about St. Mary's University. Their faculty and staff really become your allies on your educational journey. They are there and want you to succeed. How can someone learn more? Just go to smumn.edu or enter my talk keyword St. Mary's. Feel like I'm... And now on Jason and Alexis in the Morning, a message from our sponsor. From, like, the 70s or 80s. In court. I'm going to shut that dolt up for good. And Pam and Bobby rekindle their desire. I never stop loving you, and I never will. Dallas. Ben on Falcon Crest. Now on, Lance is on his own. Love forces Lance to risk capture. Bang. Friday. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Hey. Hey. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071 and streaming right now live on our My Talk app. And if you can't listen to us live, listen to us later in podcast form. Mm-hmm. And speaking of which, make sure you go to Apple Podcast. And give us a five-star rating. I've become obsessed with this, Lex. Oh, yeah. It does make a huge difference, doesn't it, it, Jace? And I'm really upset because we're sitting, Jason and Alexis in the morning, our Apple rating. We are sitting at a 4.5, and that is unacceptable. (gasps) Out of five, Unacceptable. Out of ten. Five, a 4.5 out of five. Okay, okay. That is unacceptable, Alexis. Rude. We are at the very least a 4.7. At least. Damn it. Wow. Do, can you go back and see? Did someone give us a three? How does that average um, out? People gave us a one. <laughs> what the hell show what? are they listening to? What? I clicked Rude. on. Because I, uh, <laughs> I posted a new episode of uh, Two Fairy Godfathers, which, by the way, please go download that, too. Yes, yes. It's all um, about Genie Plus. Yeah. And I went, and we're sitting at a 4.7, which I would really like a 4.8. 
And again, this is on Apple Podcasts, so go to your, if you're listening, like if you have an iPhone right now, what the hell else are you doing? You're not doing anything. Uh, yeah. Forget getting ready for work. Jump on the podcast app right now, everybody, and click on Jason, and search for Jason and Alexis, mm-hmm. and then search for Two Fairy Godfathers. Yes. And then, and then what do you do, Jace? You scroll all the way down, mm-hmm. scroll down, and you'll see it says tap to rate and click five oh, stars. Tap that app. Right there. Yep. And give us a five star. None of this one star crap. But I look and it shows oh. you. And so let me see here. We need to average this out. Come on now. We need to average this out. So, okay, here we go. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Let's see here. Okay, all right. Yeah, 4.5. What? What the hell's wrong with that? Mm. I want to, at the very least, a 4.7. We have 165 Do reviews. It. Oh. <laughs> Don't read the comments, Chase. I think we're okay right now, right? No, I did. um, Oh, no. I I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I just read one. um, But no, the rest of them are really good. But it's just the people giving us the one rate. One. Oh. I mean, maybe we're in a bad mood that day. I don't know. Maybe we can do better. So Mm -hmm. go rate us right now so we can see that average go up. Thank you. Yes, thank you. We'll check in tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do a little TV taste test, um, uh, recapping some TV. Let's save Dexter for tomorrow. Yes, okay. Did you watch it? I did not, so I'm grateful that we're not. Oh, perfect. Uh, Because I was watching Great British Bake Off. Me too. Project Runway is back, which I want to encourage fans to come back. We we can do that tomorrow, too. (gasps) Oh, uh, if you you know went away like I did, um, it's worth it. And then uh, then the break the bake off. I was just laughing most of the time, okay. thinking about your reactions. At some point, we need to live stream this and watch it together. Um, you're Wouldn't that need- be so fun? Yeah. And by the way, the ratings are already coming in. The five star ratings. Peg Duffy oh. already gave us a five star. Thank, Thank you, Peg. Peg. Thank you, everybody. We got to get that average up. That yeah. four point five. Mm-mm. The hell is that all about? Anyway. Um, yeah, we have to talk Bake Off. Uh, available <laughs> on Netflix. Uh, it was like Caramel Week, yes. or what was what the it hell? Was, yeah, Caramel Car- Week. Yep, or Caramel. Caramel. But we say Caramel. Um, can I just say, <laughs> <laughs> I now laugh at myself every time Jurgen talks. I whatever he says, <laughs> then I go back. I was by myself watching this. Oh. Usually I watch it with Colin. Oh my gosh. But I was by myself and he would say something and I'm like, I pour the hot caramel over the fingers of the baby and then I eat the baby. <laughs> and I make, and I was cracking myself up, like making fun. <laughs> because again, Jurgen just creeps oh. me out. I'm sorry. I know people oh, love him. He has such a sweet smile when he smiles. It's yeah. Cute. It's just, he needs he that just to lure you into his up. van. Oh, he needs that to lure you into his van. <laughs> are you a size? Are you a size twelve? You'll be perfect for my human human flesh lamp. I think you wanted sixteen. I said, yeah, no size fourteen in Silence oh, of the Lambs. 14, he wanted, yeah, 14. you wanted a size fourteen. Okay. Um. Oh, Jace. What? Jurgen's back though. I mean, he is he back. killed it again. He is. Okay, spoiler Prue alert. couldn't get enough. She wanted to shove her face in that hole by there. Okay, Prue was killing me. Prue was a little... Uh, oh, yeah. Prue, spoiler. settle down. Settle down, Prue. Uh, but, yeah, Jurgen. Yeah. Jurgen won Star Baker. Mm-hmm. Again. Um, this, again. Third time. I got the Star Baker. Here's <laughs> my thumbs up for that. Um, and can we say, too, my favorite was Prue and Paul... Trying to bite down on, um, I think it was George's oh. caramel biscuit bar, and it was. And Prue goes, "Well, that'll knock your teeth out." 
This is so hard. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, and didn't Giuseppe have a hard caramel too? Oh, maybe it was Giuseppe. It was that Giuseppe. Hard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was the one that Prue oh. basically knocked out her teeth. It was so hard. And then in the technical, Prue was on fire this week. She was being interviewed, and um, and then she goes, I'm not expecting any failures. Like, hell, I'm not. And I was like, look at <laughs> oh. Prue! Caramel at- is so hard, Jace, too. And then they had to do that little glass sugar dome. Oh, that's, yeah. Oh. That, see, those we're getting are the- down to it. Those are the challenges, Lex, that stress me out as a viewer uh-huh. is when like and they, they they put the music real low and they're trying to lift the hardened gla- uh, sugar, the hard sugar dome from the silicone mold. mold. Yeah. And that's where I'm, I'm literally on the edge of my seat because I'm like, oh, please don't crack. Please don't crack. Oh, oh it cracked. Oh, Christelle. the dome cracked. Christelle's. Man, yeah. Like you have a minute left. How did she pull that isotope? Is that what it is? Isotope? I think so. Whatever. The, the, where the hell's Dawn when we need her? She's, <laughs> she's sleeping in a prison right now and we need her for she this. Is. <laughs> she's literally in a prison. What is that? <laughs> Can we call her from the prison? Yeah. Dawn, wake up! What is that malt stuff that they use instead of sugar? Ice I know something. I know you're sleeping on a cot in a prison cell, but can we ask you one quick baking question? <laughs> or maybe it's isomalt. Anyway. I don't know. Whatever Treat us it if you is, know. She made that dome so quickly, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. With the balloon and the whole thing. Uh, the different techniques to make those domes, fascinating to me. Yeah. Uh, the balloon... Uh, the 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 silicone mold uh, that was another you and then I, I, yeah I just I, I was fascinated to watch everybody and their technique in creating that the yes. balloon one see I couldn't oh, do that that would scare Lizzie me started less. that one yeah because I would be so afraid to pop it I don't even like popping biscuit cans oh. that scares me. Oh yeah, that's scary. Which, by the way, don't don't yeah. do the canned biscuits. There are better frozen biscuits out there. By the way, I know a great company. Anyway, yeah, me too. Um, yeah, me too. Uh, but even that can popping. So me uh, popping a balloon with a with a sugar dome in it. Hell no, I ain't uh, doing that. I so uh, are we happy with who went home? Yes, Again, spoiler it was alert. Time. It was time. George should have went home oh. like weeks ago. Let's be clear. Yeah. He's awful. Even back he, when they made that like 3D spinny one where he had the plane. Now, that was unique in that he tried it, but it looked terrible. Was that terrible week or something? I can't yeah. remember. But uh, Colin hated him four weeks. To- yeah. <laughs> Colin wanted him <laughs> to go one. home three weeks ago. Yeah. yeah, it was time. It was very time for very much time for but him. To Lizzie's leave. really growing on me. Do you like she Lizzie? So fun. And she had these overalls that were super bright and graphic and she's got that orange hair at the end and she's so funny now she made her little dome and basically just scooped the cake inside it didn't look very appetizing but yeah it the the dome on the outside looked beautiful yeah um, but yeah she's not what her joke is that she, no finesse <laughs> no finesse no finesse well you can get caught uh, up who's the your great favorite bro- Who you- uh uh, Giuseppe. Yeah, still Giuseppe. He yeah. gave me creepy Geppetto vibes, like in week one and two. Um, I can see and then, that. yeah, and then I then I moved my creepy vibes to Jurgen, uh, and then <laughs> and then creepier. I like Giuseppe. Yeah, and, and that sugar dome is where I put the baby in before I eat the baby. I stare at the baby through my through my glistening sugar dome, and then I break the dome with my hammer, and then I eat the baby's hand first.
Um, oh my god! Yeah. Jeez, when he was going through the list of stuff with the Vienna fingers, and yes! like all the different caramel things and all the nuts and all the stuff he was putting oh. in there. I just imagine what you were saying and doing. Uh, I was dying was laughing on. because I was, as he was listing, uh. I was adding my own perverted stuff to the list. <laughs> I was like, I was like the big baby toe of an infant. <laughs> the, <laughs> the four strands of hair from a baby's head and the skin of a virgin. And I kept going on it. <laughs> And I was again, this again, I just needed to, this is how crazy I was this weekend. Again, I yelled at my husband over chicken fingers and dipping sauce. I should not have left the house. I you can listen to that in the six o'clock hour in the podcast. Oh, jeez. Oh, we've what? all been there. Yeah. Uh, when we come back, I have a, I have a uh, uh, jump the shark next. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Everything, thank you. I'm Jace with Lex. Don and Kenny have a couple days off. Thank you again for helping oh. our show raise $105,000 for the Angels at Crescent Cove. You guys did that, right, Lex? Oh my gosh. I just, every time I thought about it over the weekend mm. or on Friday, just got the goosebumps and teared up because it really. Me too. Just the, imagining us writing that big check to them and knowing that that was at least 10% of their operating budget for the year, that's huge. Huge. Beyond oh. huge. And just that everyone knows about them now. Crescent Cove, think about volunteering, making some food, coming in and doing some music and art therapy. If you've got those skills. Share them. They're, they're ready. <laughs> yeah. Share them. What a gift. Just really a beautiful place. And just, oh, just all the feels. All the weekend. And again, to put in perspective, the most Project Down and Dirty as a whole has ever raised was around $125,000. And you guys, our morning rangers, our morning show listeners alone raised $105,000. You guys did that. You, not us. You mm-hmm. guys did that. So from all four of us, thank you. My goodness. We'll be forever grateful. Um, and Project Down and Dirty uh, is uh, kind of the topic of today's Jump the Shark. Fire up the boat. I'm jumping the shark. shark, shark, shark. Hey. It's not as good as it used to be. Things have gotten worse, not better. What happened to you? Jump the shark. It was Dump a Mundo. Every day we name a person, place, or thing that has jumped the shark. And today it's Randy from Extreme Sandbox. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Yes, Randy. Yes. Why four, Jace? Thank you for asking, Alexis, because we were cheated out of a win. <laughs> Stay tuned for Don and Steve. Bye, everybody. Bye. Peace out. We got this. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> now, we told the oh. whole, the whole situation in the second hour of our show, I would encourage you to go listen to that podcast a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, we tell it right at the top. But the 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 cliff notes is we were robbed. Um, we were going up against Colleen and Bradley for the final competition on Friday night. Mm-hmm. I was in a bulldozer. Alexis was in an excavator. Bradley <laughs> just, was in a bulldozer. Colleen was in an excavator. What, Lex? I mean, just, just the- of that that we were sitting in that heavy equipment yes just yeah. in general that's so funny to me mm-hmm. 
And that we knew how to do it. We had practiced six hours at six least. Six hours. By then. And we were in good shape. Yeah. We were ready. We were at the very least excited. Yes. We um, want to show everybody what we can do. That's right. we got some skills now. So we heard the announcer go, three, two, one, go! And I started moving, and Alexis didn't move. Wah, wah. Nothing. Dead. <laughs> nothing. Not, I'm moving the joysticks like, wait, come on, come on. Nothing. Nothing. Her, ex- her excavator was dead as a doornail, yeah. and I don't even understand that phrase, but wouldn't even move. Mm-mm. And nope. it continued to not move for a good four minutes. <laughs> Meanwhile, Colleen and Bradley, Colleen and Bradley, meanwhile, have stacked eight tires. I mean, they're. (laughs) They could have been that time, and we barely. I had moved. Like, wow, look at that strategy by those two. I'm like thinking, it's not moving. (laughs) No. And my favorite thing is people came up to Alexis after this. And this, I've now realized this is my favorite. This is my, the funniest part to me is people coming up to Alexis, and one did come up to me and they go, We were just kind of wondering what your strategy was because Alexis didn't move. And we were we're thinking, was that your strategy? And I thought, I looked at the one woman who said that to me and I go, do you think that was our strategy? (laughs) She was the first Uh, of four people I snapped at over the weekend. (laughs) Do you think that was our strategy, lady? I couldn't move. What? (laughs) Do you think? Do you think I just we, we, Lex just wanted to sit there? Like, go ahead, Jace. Yeah, you just bring that around. I'm right in your way. You know, come on. So we, so I've named Randy the owner of Extreme Sandbox as today's Jump the Shark because Randy didn't call off the race. No, Randy's just like, oh, sorry, let Kalina Bradley win. That's too bad for you. We're and, gonna start st- turn it off and on about five times before anything happens. And I have an intercom. cab twice. Yeah. And I'm on my headset going, thinking to myself, I almost cussed. And thank God I didn't because it was over the loudspeaker. Because in my mind, I'm thinking, why the blank, 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 are we not stopping the shenanigans? And my, meanwhile, Colleen is oh. Colleen's on her third tire. Oh. She's like, girl, I'll go get yours and stack mine oh, on top of, you know. she stacked six in the time we got the one. And she She's really good. So I don't she's know. She's very good. I don't know if we even had a chance, but I would have no, liked the opportunity anyway. to have the machine that worked. You know, Lex, just at least give it a good go. Lex, I would have liked the opportunity for you to have moved. <laughs> yes. Before I was- start to say, I look over. She's got the third one in her claw there, and I'm like, wow. I'm barely flipping around. Did you? Oh, Lex. Oh, God, we only have 40 seconds. (laughs) Lex, did you hear what Randy said to me? He goes, at one point when Colleen was stacking the third tire, he goes, Jason, go ahead and just ram into that limo because you're going to lose anyway. Oh, my gosh. That's right. And I went like this. I go, we are not going to lose. (laughs) We are not. I forgot about that. He goes, just nick it. It'll be really funny. Just just hit it. And I'm like, I am not in the mood to be funny. We no. are not going to lose. We are competitors to the end. And then two seconds later, we lost. Yeah, we lost. and then the bell went off, and they stacked all three, and uh, oh, we had God. one in the box at that point. One. <laughs> one, and Alexis had moved four inches. <laughs> I got that one in. 
four inches. Oh, man. Oh, so there oh, we go. That's infamous. That will be so, fun to talk about in 10 years. Forever. Forever. Yes. Yeah. What? Uh, Is that, was that your strategy? No, lady. <laughs> Go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you you're doing it wrong, right, Lex? That's right. You be you. Have a great day, everyone. We love you so very much. And we'll talk tomorrow. Donna and Steve up next.